0: Hello everyone and welcome, I'm Gilda Evans bringing you the Autism Resource Podcast. This podcast and the ARP website are your one-stop knowledge and resource base for autism and much more. I'm very pleased to have Soad Bizonio as my guest today. Soad has developed and managed community integrated services for adults with disabilities for over 15 years. She has a passion and drive for creating a world where people with disabilities are included, embraced, and treated as equals. Her most recent venture has been helping people with disabilities and their families transition from school into adult services. Soad currently works as the Executive Director of Integrated Resources Institute, where they believe everybody works, regardless of the severity of disability. Their service model is person-centered, which has allowed for great success in employment outcomes for people with disabilities. Currently, 93% of individuals receiving services by IRI are competitively employed in their community. Welcome, Saad, and thank you so much for joining me today to discuss the important service that you offer. Thank you, Gilda. Excited to be here. To begin with, can you please describe for me the employment services
1: that your organization provides? Yes, absolutely. So, IRI has been around since the 1980s, and that was pre-ADA. There wasn't really employment services or models available. And so, IRI has since then evolved to providing supports, uh, employment supports to adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So, we are 100% funded by the regional center service system. And we currently use a model um, that is actually... So there's a, an employment model in place right now called supported employment. And we found, have found that that's a really restricted model um, because it, it's designed for people that can fade in this rigid structure that is sometimes difficult for people with more significant needs. So we use a, what is called a community integration model. Um, and a lot of times that's used just to like get people out in their community, but we use that funding and that service to get people jobs. We think that the, the best way for people to be included into their communities is through employment. And so all the people we provide supports to that are receiving employment-focused supports are funded through that model.
0: So speaking of supports, can you tell me a little bit more about the support
1: strategies that you use? Yes. Yeah, so- Everything we do is based on positive behavioral support approaches. Um, It's really about seeing the individual, um, seeing what their needs are, seeing what their unmet needs are and uh, supporting them so that they could be successful in those work settings. Um, We see behavior, you know, some of the people we that get access to our services come to us because no provider will support them. And we are a one-to-one model. So they're like, well, their employment, but let's, you know, send them this way because nobody wants to work with them. And we'll see that um, the people that are coming in with some of these behavioral challenges, uh, their behaviors diminish because they're productive, they're living a valuable and meaningful life, and they're contributing to society. So, IRI is a one-to-one model, which means we have, we support one person and we provide them one coach. We actually, many people even uh, call their staff you know, caregivers or, um, or a direct support professionals, but we like to call them job coaches because we think that that title really hones in and focus on, focuses in on what their responsibilities are. And so uh, we provide that one-to-one model. Um, everything is founded on the belief, the services we provide are founded on the belief that everyone um, can contribute, that um, we should presume competence, build esteem, build expectations. Um, And when we do that, we see, you know, huge success in the people we provide supports to. You know, there's things that we take for granted, you know, pumping gas, using a credit card, um, going to an interview um, that a lot of the people we support don't get the access, don't get access to, or or have never really experienced. So it's really about, you know, when it, we talk about presuming competence, it's allowing the people and supporting people to have those experiences because there's no other, you know, that's what adults do. And that's what we really you know, want to make sure that we hammer home with our service delivery. So what do you see as some
0: of the main barriers to achieving employment for people with special needs or
1: disabilities? There's lots of barriers, but a lot of times it's not the person, the person receiving services so it's it's really about believing in that individual and making sure that we have a circle of support that 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 supports it. so you know if we if we get a referral for a person that's wanting employment services and we talk to individuals that are part of their life, like family members, and they don't believe in that, it's going to make it harder. Um, and so I think it's really important for any family, mem- family member that's listening in that, you know, regardless of your child's disability, that if you really, you know, support them and believe in their abilities to do this, that we can make magic happen. Um, so sometimes a lot of people are afraid to navigate employment services because of government benefits, such as social security income and IRI will help people, and there's actually other state agencies that help support people with understanding the benefits of working um, while receiving government benefits. Um, and so, you know, there, you know, for every $2 earned um, in income, Social Security Administration for SSI benefits will only reduce $1. Um, and and there's other other avenues and other I don't want to call it loopholes but they are that are that allow and encourage people with disabilities to be employed without um taking away benefits from them
0: well now a 93% success rate is a pretty respectable number so why do you think your agency has been so successful in achieving employment for its clients it
1: sounds um it sounds uh like a little, you know, gushy or I forget. I'm not thinking the right word, but you know, the, I think the reason for our success and outcomes is because we believe in people. We believe in their uh, capacity and their gifts and their strengths. Um, we hire people to do the same. Ironically, a lot of times I don't like hiring people from this service industry because they're, they're trained to like see people for their deficits versus seeing them for their strengths. But, um, we uh we do our best to hone in on that with uh with the individual with their staff with their circle of support and um and that's been successful and i think what's ironic is during covid um you know we're seeing the highest rates of unemployment in california and we're seeing higher rates of employment for people with disabilities because everybody is hiring and and you know i haven't really honed in on, on it but there are some employers that regardless of the ADA were f- skeptical or fearful of hiring a person with a disability. And, um, we've come in through traditional means, which is, you know, direct placement, you know, placing them directly as an employee, but also through the paid internship program, which is, um, a government state funded, um, program that allows people to intern, at businesses um, to learn skills and and work at businesses that may have not considered hiring a person with a disability. And so we've actually had uh, such great success with employment um, during COVID that we're actually struggling to find coaches to provide those supports. It's kind of like a a good problem to have, Um, but it's been really, really beautiful. Um, We have had some challenges early on um, that, you know, really made us reflect on our service system where people we support had jobs, had essential jo- essential business jobs, like working at grocery stores or working at a business that was considered essential and were denied access to their their jobs because they were living in a group home that wouldn't allow them to leave their home. And, you know, IRI spent some time advocating, you know, I'm, I'm also, the vice president of California Apsy, and so the issues that we were facing um, with employment that seemed like a client's rights issue was also being brought up to California Apsy and DDS. Um, and I know, you know, I'm sharing this story because we have a long ways, the system, the society has a long ways in really treating people with disabilities as equals because I I like to use the concept of like, would it be okay if I ever did that? Or, or if if that ever happens to me. Um, and I think if somebody had said you're not allowed to go to work because you live at this home, I would fight. I (laughs) I would be, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't go down without kicking and screaming. Um, but for some reason, um, people with disabilities are, are treated in such a way that, um, Denies them opportunities that everybody else just seems, you know, denies them opportunities that everybody else in society just assumes that, are, um, that they should have access to.
0: Well, I absolutely love what you're saying, and I agree with it wholeheartedly. And I think the service that you're offering is so wonderful and so important and so necessary, And I'm sure a lot of our listeners will feel the same way. So, how can our listeners reach you if they have questions or if they want to know more?
1: Absolutely. So, they can reach me um, and our organization at our website, um, www.irioc. And that's I as an iguana, R as in Richard, I as an iguana. O as in OC as in orangecounty.org. Um, or they can reach us via email for info at irioc.org. So those are the two best places to reach us. Well, thank you so
0: much, Soad, for your time and for sharing some great information with us today. Thank you so much, Gilda. Much appreciated. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many other popular platforms. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can always access us and other great resources on our website, www.autismresourcepodcast.com. I want to thank our listeners for spending part of their day with us. This is the Autism Resource Podcast, and I'm Gilda Evans, reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.